you do me, I'll do you. Oh, wait. You do me, you do you. (laughs) Still wrong. You do you, I'll do me. You do you, I'll do me, and we just all have a, you know, yeah. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Episode three, I think so. Episode three. I know wow. you, we made it past one. Wow, committed, two. committed. Yeah, three starts a trend, doesn't it? Isn't that wow. how that goes? Right, right. And I think, I'm gosh, I just have so much trouble with this head. Yeah, Darren like, and technology I, I, don't really. I just yeah, I'm thinking I'm maybe <laughs> get this head shine off. Oh jeez. Uh, for our audio listeners, Darren's trying to cover the glare from his bald head, so um, yeah, he just wrapped a t-shirt around well. like a, guess I don't what? even know what you'd call that. But is what it is. Embrace is the balding. Is. Embrace the balding. Yeah. Yeah. Emma, Emma says I need to get a hair transplant. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got way too much hair. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to go for the it's shaved just... head thing, except for I'm too huh. lazy to do that every day. Right. And it would just save my the glare situation. Either that to, or we just need to make you a studio. Yeah, I got to get a studio with lighting, and mm-hmm. I, I'm having a hard enough time to figure out a mic and a camera that I know. is crappy. That I got this. You know, if I just brand, could set it all brand up for new, you, I would brand brand new camera, whatever that. Then we have all kinds of problems with. So that's you know. the life of having technology honestly it's life of technology it's frustrating it's supposed to make your life easier it doesn't ah. ever maybe sometimes yeah. okay. maybe sometimes so what's been going on what's up i feel like i haven't seen you in a while well you know spent a little uh, you know about 10 days working off site uh, working in air quotes yeah working uh on the patio in florida actually there wasn't too much working uh you know griffin and family griffin and henley grace uh, spent the week with us in florida and if you've never experienced a a week solid 24 7 with a three-year-old and a nine-month-old yeah i'm pretty sure i'm glad that that's why sherry uh raised our kid and we only had one (laughs) (laughs) she did she she did sherry raised sherry pretty much raised uh haley i was on the road a lot so that was my excuse but um you know lots of fun did a did a lot of cooking just simple cooking but griffin is just a cooking fool you know so when he walks his grandpa when he walks in the door, he just loves food. And so when he walks in the door, um, you know, the first thing, hey, Papa, what are we cooking? Hey, Papa, what are we cooking? Followed by 50 million other questions. Hey, Papa, why are we doing this? So he understands the mechanics uh, of cooking. He, he understands, you know, I try and take him through recipes. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's say we're making chocolate chip cookies. You know, yeah. and I'll lay out the ingredients for him and... You know, he'll help me. He he refuses 
to let me dump a measuring cup of anything into a mm -hmm. bowl, he has to do that. So I'll help him kind of level it out just so he doesn't make a mess everywhere. Right. Um, and he, it's just, it's just crazy that we go through the recipe and you need sugar and flour and salt and whatever. And then after about an hour, after we make the cookies, I'll go mm -hmm. back and say, Griffin, okay, what did we put in these cookies? Flour, sugar, you know, so it, it's just fun. His mind is, his mind is crazy of what that kid knows from how to cook. You know, he just, yeah. he, he knows. You're going to have a little foodie, buddy. Yeah, he, um, it, it, you know, the funniest thing is Griffin cracked a dozen eggs for me every morning. Mm hmm And there was five of us down there or whatever. It, and he actually can crack a dozen eggs by himself at the age of three. Yeah, I don't think Emma, I can crack Emma, an could, egg properly. Emma, Emma, can you crack eggs properly? I can crack eggs properly. At 24? Yeah, 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 I can. I mean, I didn't learn until I was probably eight or nine, but... So he's kind of really talented. So we had a lot of um, we had a lot of fun, a lot of uh, excitement. You know, uh, he's got so yeah. much energy, um, and that well, was coming three, off of so. yeah. He is he is three, and uh, you know, little sister Henley Grace. She's she's just in that adorable stage. You know, she just kind of hangs yeah. out, and her she's brother's cute. running around, and she just kind of hangs out, and she's becoming kind of a snuggle bubby. That's so, always good. Yeah, lots yeah. of fun. But before that, did a little competition. I don't think mm -hmm. we've caught up since Osage City. I don't think so either. Um, you know, went down to Osage City, Kansas a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, 105 teams, I think. Almost everybody in the country, the who's who of barbecue was there. And That, you was, know, I, that was pretty spur of the moment, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was spur of the moment. That was kind of decided Wednesday night at, at 5 o'clock that I was going to cook this barbecue, or 7 o'clock, that I was yeah. going to cook this barbecue contest. So, yeah, I, I forgot about that. It was it was like crazy, like run to the store and get chicken that night and start trimming chicken and getting everything ready to go because I needed to be on the road Friday um, mm -hmm. to this contest, which is about five hours away. So. Pulled it off. I was by myself. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry looked at me and gave me the old, uh, what's the weather look like? And I'm like, eh, you know, it's going to be okay. A little chilly, a little windy. Uh, I'm out. You know, she's yeah. kind of the fair weather barbecue fan now, which is fine. I don't blame her. Yeah. So anyway, um, pulled it off, decided to try. Since I was by myself, I always get to experiment, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't have Sherry going, why are you doing that for? So I kind of just took like two barbecue rubs and a couple sauces and said hey i'm gonna try this on all four meats mm -hmm. and uh lo and behold was able to get two top 10 calls and fourth overall out of the field so um it was pretty exciting i can't wait to go again next so that i can try my two rubs two sauces combination again to see if it's for real or right if it's uh if it's for real or if it was just a fluke. Yeah. Uh, when is your next competition? You know, I think I'm off here for a couple of weeks. Haley's, Haley bought a new house, so, you mm -hmm. know, of course, everything associated with getting ready for the house and moving and stuff. And plus, we hadn't been in the restaurant too much, so... and Yeah, you know, and it's so like I the thought, busiest, well, one of the second busiest time of the year for us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Graduation crazy. Graduation so, season. 
I probably won't get out until the second. I think we go to Minnesota the second, where I go at least. Sherry might go. Uh, the second week in May, we head up to Minnesota, and then we come back down to Ottumwa, Iowa. Um, but you're going to Ottumwa? Uh, oh, I knew I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So 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 so, when, so when Emma, yeah. I'm from Ottumwa. Well, kind of. I lived there when I was little. I went to college there. Um, that's where all my friends are. So maybe I'll. So maybe you know I'll go to you, that competition. So you you know what that means? That's exactly as soon as I said Ottumwa. What that exactly means is Emma's going to be there with her camera or filming and TikToks. her microphone and filming TikToks and doing all this stuff. Maybe we record an episode of the podcast on site. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, we could try. It'd be an experience. Yeah, it would definitely be an experience. We could I have all my, sorts of interviews. I know my buddy Luke Darnell at, you know, the Pitmaster podcast, he does that all the time. Right. He's doing that. I think he's doing that today down in North Carolina so that's fun um yeah so anyway kind of off the barbecue trail you know for for a little bit here trying to you know catch up on restaurant business it's mm-hmm. um it's kind of a crazy time you know like you said for that and graduation season is like full swing yeah. yeah this week this weekend a few of them uh, but the next two weeks are just murder yeah you know from a catering standpoint yeah my brother's graduation parties i think in two weeks so two weeks being catered yeah. by the honorary the chicken. chicken and smoky d's as well and smoky d's what do we have yep. from smoky d's uh, i believe potato casserole and mac and cheese really? which i kind of took a little offensive considering we have a mac and cheese kitchen as well but yeah I, just it's a fan favorite i just let it slide that's your fan um, favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 325 chicken tenders. And Popular. Yeah. Emma, Emma, Emma's done family's, yeah, Emma's we, family's very popular, outgoing citizens in the great yeah. town of Van Meter. So anyway. Yeah, we are. Uh, well, and we had the, we, the first graduation party that we even tried the chicken tenders at was my sister's a couple of years ago. <clears throat> And um, I have family that still ask me about them. So I'm Did pretty excited them to bring them, just go to the Honorary Chicken. Yeah. 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 A lot of them live in the Otomo area, so they're like, oh, well, I'll think about it. It's like, you're not going to come up to Ankeny. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to bring it to them. Worth the drive, Again, though. It is, I think, but yeah, I just too. have to start delivering. Maybe we should take the food truck down there with just some chicken. That'd help me out. Yeah. Would you drive the food truck an hour and a half? Evidently, you've if, never driven in the food truck well, if, for an hour and a half. If you, did you tell it, show me how. No. I'd do no. it. I'd give it a I try. Remember, I remember when I first bought the food truck, I mm-hmm. bought it off a guy in Arizona. Okay. And we did yeah. this little video walkthrough. And I said, oh, it's easy. I said, I'm going to, I'm just, I can drive a truck. I'm going to fly down to Phoenix and grab this thing and drive back. And the guy's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's not, he goes, oh, you might make it back. He says, but if you've ever ridden in a food truck or driven a food truck, he said, uh, I'm guessing by the time you got to New Mexico, you would be suicidal. Yeah, I the motion sickness in that would be... Un- I've ridden in that thing once in Ankeny. Granted, it was during construction season, and my driver was a bit chaotic. But that was an experience like none other. no other experience I've ever had in my life. 
and I yeah, there's just a, there's far. just a lot of. I mean, you take a truck. All every yeah. food truck's this way. You yeah. know, you, you you love to have them, and the probably the best day you ever have is when you sell it. Kind of like owning a yeah. boat. Um, but you just you know, there's just a lot of equipment in there that's stainless mm-hmm. steel, and it just jangles and utensils, and it just everything goes well, flying. Just, if everything's it's not bouncy. tied down, it's bouncy. I mean, it's. it's it's a truck that has 300,000 miles on it. I mean, it's yeah. it's about due to just be retired to a roadside stand where it goes nowhere ever. Right outside the restaurant? No. Somebody oh, else's okay. roadside stand. Okay. I was going to say. We'll get a newer, we'll get a new improved one and ride it for another 100,000 miles. Yeah. Then I'll take that one to Otomo. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, graduation season, crazy. You know, it's it, it's it's super stressful on the catering staff because, you know, right. if you could imagine, you have every mom that has all this stress in their life trying to figure out how do they plan the perfect party. And what it, the fact of the matter is, it it doesn't really matter. And so they yeah. they always they always over plan. So, mm-hmm. you know, they we try and they're like we're gonna have 350 people and i'm like yeah but you understand there's 10 graduations other people are going to on this day so you're really only going to have 150 people they're going to eat and they're really only going to eat a lot now your family it's they're going to sit around all day and pig out so you got to kind of accomplish that but Mm -hmm. we we put out these graduation menus based upon kind of half-sized portions so you know a normal mom calls in and says hey i want to do it for 250 and the smart thing to do would be mm-hmm. okay i'll give you 250 food you sure you don't need 300 but instead we try and talk them down to reality and be their friend and say well you really don't want to spend that much money right really let's think about it only half are going to do it and once you start mm-hmm. talking through it then they yeah. understand and so right. we've never had a graduation party even at half portions that's ever called back and say we ran out of food i mean most of the time yeah. it's like we were right on or oh we still had a bunch left over didn't have as many people as expected yeah and i yeah it's always that fear of oh am i gonna have enough food but when you think about it especially for graduation parties they ever i feel like everyone tends to forget the fact that like it's not just your kid graduating so most of the time like you said there's gonna be five or six parties in a day that most of those people are gonna go to as well and um, Unless there's all, beer Everyone's going to have I'm, food. Do they have beer? I, I remember my graduation uh, party. We had I, beer, but I is there beer at the graduation parties these days? I think it depends on the person. Not at ours. There's not? Uh, No. Is your dad secretly in the basement chugging them? No. No. My dad. He's, he's not? No. No. I think once the party starts to die down, most of the time, my siblings have been doing it kind of more in the morning. Um, yeah. So they're one of the first ones of the day. So most people do end up eating at ours because it's the first one of the day. Um, right. But, uh, no, my my parents, they'll wait until the party's really died down or it's pretty much over before they crack open yeah. a drink, yeah. I think. I might, yeah, I'm going to have to wait, which is fine. I you can do are? that. Why? Are you the guest of honor or something? Or? No, no, but I got to look responsible. So, oh, oh. So okay. Take it easy, you know. Um, so anyway, back to so 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 if you're a mom, listen yeah. to this, or a dad, yeah. just try just 
talk yourself out of full portions. You know, portions, we do the same thing with kids' buffets at weddings. You know, people mm-hmm. order for weddings, and I got 250. How many are kids? 40. Well, kids aren't going to eat a full portion. How about we throw some chicken nuggets and mac and cheese off to the side and mm-hmm. kind of get a little, save a little money doing that? And, you know, we're all about, and I think that's part of our success in the catering oh, yeah. business is, is trying to talk people into reality versus yeah, what they think they need. Try and, hey, let's not overdo this. Um, and I think that right. that pays off, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I kind of hope we have leftover chicken tenders, at my brothers, because that'll feed me for a week. <laughs> well, at three hundred and fifty, I'm guessing three hundred and fifty chicken tenders. I'm guessing. Ah, eh, maybe not. I don't know. It's not. It's not your first rodeo. Mm-mm. Out of the old Durfinier, uh No, this is the household. this is the fourth the last one she's done after this wow it's i feel like this one's probably been the most stressful for her in a sense though too i don't know why because she's got three under her belt but carter's not as helpful as i was or josie was yeah most i don't i don't even think it's the food or the party i think it's you know every mom in the world and I say moms because I think it's majority of the moms. Sometimes it's probably mm-hmm. the bad is everything has to look perfect at my house. My landscaping has to be <laughs> pristine. My, you know, my kitchen needs repainted and all this stuff. So there's all these home improvement projects. I'm like, That's exactly- it's a graduation party. <laughs> it's a graduation party. They know you live here, right? You let anybody else into your house any other day. Or your family over for any other day, and you don't do that. But it's a graduation party, so we got to keep up with the Joneses. That's so funny you said that. Um, so my, so our garage is where our, the graduation parties are. Um, our garage is kind of like our hangout spot in my parents' house. It's where they watch all the games. We got TVs out there. We got beer fridges out there. We have tables and stuff like that's in the summer or like between spring and fall. No cars parking there. That's just where everyone comes to drink and watch games. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, a handful of years ago, my mom, you know, f- painted the floor to make it look a little nicer. Um, but over the last couple of years, it's had a little wear and tear. So, because of Carter's graduation party, she repainted the garage floor. And it had to be before his graduation party. I mean, it looks nice, but it's just one of those things It's like, you could have waited until after, I guess, if you wanted. Or not at all, but... Well, it's one it of looks those things. Good. It's, but it's I mean, just, yeah. I mean, how many people... Okay, answer this question. Okay. How many people are going to walk in and go, wow, nice floor? None. Zero. Yeah. I, Zero. Uh, I mean, I did the first day I saw it, but that's because we were staring at it. It's like, yeah, nice floor. You did a good yeah. job, but and now put all these tables yeah. with uh, yeah. pictures no, and videos it's, and it's peace of mind for her. So I get that. Yeah, she I guess. It just makes her feel better. Yeah, every house has had a big project. I think mine was like a landscaping project, and JJ's was like a privacy fence or something, and Josie's was another landscaping project there's been one for all four of us there was a kitchen remodel in there somewhere oh yeah that would have been Josie's 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There was a kitchen remodel. It's crazy. But looks nice now. Yeah. <laughs> I I do think that's funny though cuz it what me and my youngest brother are 6 years apart. So every last every 2 years she's doing a new project about crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. But crazy, crazy. What else is crazy in the world? There's a lot that's of shit a crazy. Loaded qu- that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of funny. One little one little story about the whole, and we won't get into the political views because we'll disagree or whatever. But one little thing about the Bud Light controversy. So you know, to me, and we've talked about this before. It's yeah. it's it's marketing, right? They're trying to yeah. market to a to a, a certain yeah they want to be age, an all-inclusive beer yeah yeah and they're yeah. you know it, it and it offended some of their older guys so anyway we're down in florida and and we got this neighbor and every day you know starting at mm-hmm. noon or one or two or whatever until five o'clock is happy hour and he opens his garage doors and whoever else in the neighborhood wants to come over always comes to gary's house and gary you know of course he's I walk over there and they're all drinking Bud Light. And I said, wow, Gary. And he starts bitching about it, you know? And he's like, just totally bitching about the marketing and I'm kind of just going along, not really mm-hmm. taking a neutral position. And I said, wow, that's that's really weird. You're, you're not like boycotting it like the world is? And he's like, well, no, I, I like the taste of it. <laughs> and I said, oh, he goes, it's just my estrogen. <laughs> and so now, now and so now every, every time it's, he'll be like with one of his buddies, he'll say, Hey, hey go get us a can of estrogen. So now, <laughs> and it's just, it's just funny how it's like totally complaining, but oh, I'm not switching. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, the whole thing is, but we could do a whole episode on that, honestly, but we shouldn't, and we won't. We we won't because no, we're not yeah, here because, to push opinions. Because ex- exactly, exactly, it's just it's just marketing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and we've yeah. learned that I can I can in about fifteen seconds I can make Emma's blood boil. Yeah. Not even know I'm doing it, but oh. it's just why can't we just all get along? I ask right. myself that you, question every day. You you do me, I'll do you. Oh wait, you do me, you do you. <laughs> no, still wrong. You do you, I'll do me. You do you, I'll do me, and we just all have a you know, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Something tells me this is gonna make the opening. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not. Okay, oh, Emma's in char- Emma's in charge of deciding what gets. I mean, it might. Who knows? The, the opening snippet. Yeah, it'd be great. So, what do you? Uh, what have you been? Actually, uh, wait, I've what? been wanting to Actually? ask you this question. Yeah. Because you mentioned uh, when Darren called me today, he said he had some. He made some pesto, which um, pesto. I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode or which one, or if we even have on the podcast. I love pesto. Uh, I get introduced to pesto, oh God, it's been four years ago, maybe, five years ago. Um, I have a friend who is from Italy, uh, and he loves making 
pasta with pesto or anything with pesto. He just likes pesto. Um, so I've grown a, a love for pesto. And uh, I've been asking Darren, like, oh, have you tried this? Or when he asked, what should I make for dinner? I suggest pasta with pesto or chicken with pesto. I do a chicken pesto pasta that I really like um, when I do cook. And right. yeah, and today you said that you ha- attempted to make some, which I'm really excited to try. So, so funny thing, I've never yeah. had never one had taste. I, I've never had one test of pesto, pesto, not even pesto, yeah. pesto, whatever, <laughs> pesto or chimichurri. Never had it in my life, right? I don't think but, I've had but, chimichurri. But but it, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Except for in my research, chimichurri. Doesn't have the nuts, but has like red wine vinegar, so it must have a little tang right. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm scrolling around through. I don't even think this one. Eh, it was TikTok. It was TikTok because that's where most of my recipe inspiration comes yeah. from. But I'm I'm rolling through there and I see this pesto, but it's mm-hmm. it's a dry mix, shelf stable dry mix. Yeah. And you take this dry mix and then you mix it with olive oil to kind of rehydrate the the basil and the parsley and which i'm not sure parsley just turns shit green i mean there's no flavor but anyway nonetheless and this one Mm -hmm. happened to be a gluten-free recipe and which i thought was kind of weird but i'm like so instead of having parmesan cheese it required nutritional yeast now of course this took about an hour of research Maybe it was a dairy or vegan recipe. I don't know. It was, was one of those. Say, it was one of those. Gluten just gluten. You would yeah. need yeast. Yeah. You okay. So, so so so. Okay. So it was a dairy vegan. I don't know. Okay. But who okay. cares? But it, it it had. So I spent a half hour walking around High V trying to find yep. nutritional yeast. Finally found it because I had to mm-hmm. go to the other section. The uh, you know the. Yeah. Used yeah, to be, the, like, it in, used to be one aisle, and now there's eight aisles of gluten-free and dairy-free. And you were in hy Yeah. Yeah, like the bougie part of Hy-Vee? Uh, okay, I'll call part. that. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and, and I go there once in a while. I'll just check out what's going mm-hmm. on. I'm not, I'm not against. Uh, but I get this nutritional yeast, and I taste it, and I'm like, hmm, tastes like Parmesan cheese. Okay. Ooh. So I threw it in. I mixed it up, and I'm like... Okay, mixed it up. I roasted roasted the nuts instead of pine nuts, which I think has to have. It had almonds and walnuts to make the recipe cheaper. But ultimately what I'm trying to figure out is, is it something we can do in the restaurant, the Crafty Mac, the Ornery Chicken, that we can use a dry mix mm-hmm. and make, make up a batch of mix. So instead of making up fresh pesto and, yeah. and it only lasts for a day, Right. You got to figure out. Okay, can I can I come up with a solution that I can make a dry mix for the last two weeks, and every time I need it, I just make up a little batch every day, and you know, mm-hmm. will it work? The problem yeah. is, I don't have a clue whether I don't have a clue whether it's good or not. So you're going to find out in right. a little bit. We'll figure out if it's this good is where I come in handy. and if it needs tweaked. But then we might tweak the recipe, and you know, I'm, I tasted it. And I'm like, ah, it needs a little heat, so I put a little red pepper flake in it and kind of changed it a little bit because chimichurri has red pepper flake in it so maybe this is going to be a pesto churi but yeah, anyway I think you just made your own thing because pesto is not, not supposed to have any heat 
Okay. So, and I could see where I would enjoy it with well, fresh herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. But but in a in a restaurant that may only sell two or three portions of this a day, that really right. isn't it doesn't make doesn't make sense. So, first I got to find out is this good good enough? Right. It's it's probably not going to be great. Right. But is it good enough to be portrayed as pesto? That we can use it in a chicken rest, a recipe, or we can use it in a pasta recipe and fulfill that. So we'll we'll find out. A chicken sandwich on the focaccia with a little pesto and tomato. Yeah. Basil, oh. mozzarella, oh, game changer. Yeah. That'd be oh, my yeah. order. Oh, you put Every fresh mozzarella. I suppose you want fresh mozzarella on there. So now Preferably, it's a twenty dollars sandwich. Yeah. We don't have to. We could just I sprinkle it. I'm cheap. Come on. Right. And then but. last night Gr- Griffin came over. Yeah. So we had to cook, and so, of course, mm-hmm. when Griffin comes over, what are we going to cook, Papa? So that's, as soon as he walks in the door, what are we cooking, Papa? So I'm like, you know, I've kind of become in aspiring to find the best pepperoni roll. I've never had a pepperoni roll. Yeah, so pepperoni rolls, uh, my buddy Luke Darnell, mm-hmm. once again, mm-hmm. shout out, shout out, Pitmaster Podcaster. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's brought them to me for years on the barbecue circuit. And in essence, what it is is kind of a cheese. Sometimes they're pepper jack, sometimes they're mozzarella with pepperoni wrapped up in kind of a dough and then baked. Now, what's weird about the West Virginia pepperoni rolls is you can find them at any gas station. And they're pepperoni cheese, but they're all shelf stable. So they last for like six months. Haven't quite figured that out. But that's okay. They're still great. I've loved them. And so, of course, I have to do one up instead of just grabbing mm-hmm. a biscuit or pizza dough or bread dough and whatever. I have to make my own from scratch. So yeah. I have this recipe for a bread that's out of Avante's in mm-hmm. Bloomington, Illinois, which I may have talked about. But you, you go get these sandwiches called the gondola. So the gondola in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Peoria, it's this magnificent piece of bread that's probably I don't know 15 inches long and they cut it open and they put like one slice of ham one slice of cheese and a little bit of lettuce on the sandwich Mm -hmm. and that's it and it's most the amazing and they sell thousands of these things a week and it's all because this bread well I found somebody had a knockoff recipe or a friend of a friend had a recipe that they and so I've been using this bread mix and really it's like any other bread mix except Mm -hmm. for it has quite a bit of sugar in it so it's got a sweetness to it but then you work it a lot so it's pretty elastic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I got Griffin he's working this dough and Papa uh, so he's kneading it of course it was probably Mm -hmm. kneaded too much so I'm trying to roll out this dough and put pepperoni and cheese in the middle of it and wrap it up and Mm -hmm. bake it and Griffin's over there eating dough out of the bowl (laughs) And he's like, hey, Papa, want to split this dough ball with me? No, Griffin, I'm not. I don't want more. Okay, I'll just eat it. And I, I swear the guy ate like a lot of dough. Griffin's his stomach probably. Yeah, yeah. He was. And his, I said, here, go take this dough to, dough, dough to Mimi because Mimi likes dough. She likes all kinds of raw dough. And so he takes it out and he goes, oh, Mimi loved it, Papa. Uh, let's have some more, you know, because I'm so hungry. That's his thing. So. Anyway, we made the pepperoni rolls, and since I'm not a huge pepperoni fan, even mm. though instead of buying pepperoni, I went to the deli and had them hand slice me pepperoni, or regular slice me pepperoni, 
And then I had Capicola because Sherry's a huge Capicola fan. So I had mm-hmm. them. We made Capicola rolls and pepperoni rolls and every rave reviews. Um, everybody loved them. Um, Did you bring some? Co- um, no. Come Haley on. took them all. Fair enough. She's Haley moving took them all. But they're, but they're, they, they were actually amazing. So, you. you know. Once again, just trying to find something that I've found around the world and trying to remake it. And so, you know, last mm-hmm. night we're getting ready to go to bed, and Sherry's like, "Hey, what about putting burnt ends in a, you know, or some sort of barbecue in this roll with cheese and whatever?" And you know, like, the, so, like our ham or something. Yeah, it was just a lot of. It's a lot of work with the dough. Right. If I could make it easier to prep, mm-hmm. um, then it'd be better. Um, right. So I don't know. We may play around with. We may play it on the food truck. Food truck's always a great way to. That is a good spot to test out ex- some stuff. Experiment, and now I got pork strami on my mind, so that may since I'm in town for a week. Yeah. You, you ever had pork strami? No, but I'm excited to try it. Yeah. So it's like pastrami, yeah. like you know, corned beef or whatever, mm-hmm. but you make it with pork, a pork butt, and you cut the end yeah. of the pork butt off, mm-hmm. which we call the kappa. And you right. out and you brine it for seven or ten days, then you take it out and smoke it. And my buddy Mike Schilling up in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, he made a recipe for pork strami. He actually called me wanting a, a pastrami recipe, so I gave it to him, and then he made pork strami, and it, it was easily the top five sandwich I've ever had. It was just amazing. And he gave it to me after we had turned in at a barbecue contest, mm-hmm. and the last thing you really want is meat. But right. I just wanted another sandwich. It was just, it was That's crazy. Insane. Yeah. It's one of the perks to this job. I mean, I get to do all of the marketing for Darren Worth. So much fun. Uh, but then I also am like a minor professional, kind of, I wouldn't say a professional, but might as well be food taster. And that, food taster. Yeah, and I don't make, I just taste. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that uh, leads to uh, what, what have you DoorDash lately? Oh, um, actually nothing. I haven't been DoorDashing the last couple of weeks. Um, drive drive throughing A little bit. I, did, I, I, did I, I give you so much crap about DoorDashing that you... No, I haven't, I haven't just, I haven't been home as much as of lately. Um, but uh, I, I've been, yeah, drive throughs from time to time i have been making some food at my house i mean not really if you count buttered noodles food but like no, a little I'm extra not, sh- shrimp uh, in it i'm not I counting just, buttered noodles what's the I ingredients have? there noodles and butter butter well and shrimp you don't put garlic in your butter i don't have gar- uh no i could have i didn't think about that i don't think maybe, like that. maybe take a pan and put a, just a little bit of olive oil and saute some garlic in there Mm. And then add your butter because I did that to the pepperoni mm. rolls last night that normally yeah, wouldn't be. That would but be you good. make your kind of own little garlic butter, so when it comes out of the oven, I mean, to me, it would take that dish up. Or maybe some, maybe some uh, dried I'm pesto just, mix. I really should have. I normally always have pesto on hand, but uh, I went through it, and I don't go grocery shopping very often because I waste more food than I cook. So. Yeah, uh, I know that's that's. That, that is a problem. That's why I yeah. think, you know, from a restaurant standpoint, one. you know, Smoky D's, we're still, yeah. we're, we're pretty value-based when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff. And I, and I hate raising price. I don't think I've raised a price yeah. in a year. 
and maybe even longer. And I just, I, I look and I go to the grocery store because I go to the grocery store every day. Right. Okay. Every day. As soon as I leave work, whether it's at two o'clock or five o'clock, mm-hmm. whatever, right. I go to the grocery store and I buy what I'm going to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. Even though I've got a freezer full of stuff, but you got to thaw that out. Right. And that takes time. And if I plan it and I thaw it out, then okay. we never do that. And it's just easier to go buy it. Well, I mean, it's just Sherry and I. Well, of course, I cook for four. But, I mean, it's 75 bucks every time. I'm like, you know what I could buy for 75 bucks at Smoky D's? A whole pit. A whole pit. Every a one of our, pit. what's that, six or seven meats and meats, sides and a yeah. rack of ribs. and. Have you, so my TikTok has been doing the, uh, there's a thing, I don't know if it's still going around, but Texas Roadhouse, if you do... Um, you can get one of their family meals for like yeah, 30 meal bucks. Meal prepping. Meal yeah, prepping. and they're just meal prepping, which I should honestly do, but Texas Roadhouse is a little out of my way. But yeah, I'm, it's cheaper, which is I'm insane. A me- I'm a meal prep guy, too. I, I could be a meal prepper. Right. The problem is I don't I don't want to eat the same thing two yeah. days in a row. It's, it's not that I'm against eating leftovers, mm-hmm. but if I had chicken today... Right. I don't want to have chicken tomorrow because then I've lost an opportunity to cook something else. And we might have exactly. talked about that before. But yeah. I'm all about the opportunity to cook. Yeah. And I, I like a good leftover um, every once in a while. But sometimes too many of the same thing. And um, I'm not home very often on the weekends. Uh, so that would be when I'd eat most of my leftovers anyway. So yeah, it's... It's crazy. Like my TikTok, of course, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of yoga poses that are yoga stuff that I'm learning about. You don't have to tell um, our listeners that. No need yeah, to scar okay. them. Yeah. Well, I mean, half the listeners are guys that Fair. I send the yoga poses to. That's weird. <laughs> I hate when somebody sends me something way off the and wall. It, and it messes and, up your um, whole algorithm. It, it, yeah. Like, quick. It's like, I, I know. Yeah. I had a guy, or one of my friends used to send me, um, like, cringy gamer stuff of, like, these people just being absolutely the weirdest, and now it was my feed for, like, a month, and I was like, I don't even like these videos. Yeah. I don't like them. Get them out. This is torture. So, I figured that out. As as soon as that happens. Yeah. As as soon as that happens, now you got to start searching for other stuff. So, actually go search and get you back Right, you or can, you can just click not interested. If you, you hold do down that? the video, if you hold down the video, it'll have a pop up. So hold it down next time you find a video you don't like, and it, you can click not interested, oh. and it, it won't show you that kind of content. I was wondering why once in a while that that mess. I've seen that message pop up, but I had no idea how it got there. Yeah, you're just holding your screen down. Uh, so I must hold my screen down a lot because a lot of times when I pick up my phone. It says, yeah, do I want to delete this me. app and all the X's are up yeah, and whatever. And I'm like, Ugh. You're, a, you're a pressure. Yeah. So like when you have, you don't want to hold the screen. Like it's because the pressure will turn on anything. I've it, del- almost deleted multiple but apps. But it'll do that in your back pocket too, evidently. Well, if, it, if you don't lock it yourself. So if it's unlocked and yeah, if you, if it, if something holds it down just right, then yeah, it'll pop up that message. Huh interesting see now we're a technology now we're a technology podcast barbecue business and more that's our slogan barbecue business and more yeah literally anything you can think of. and then we don't talk about the barbecue business at all 
We did too. Oh, okay. We did. Talked about your competition. Little little tidbits. Catering. Oh, we did. Yeah, I I see that. I see that a lot because I was. I like to glean information, and and one of the things that there was a lot of questions people asking because one of my friends, you know, at the barbecue league, Brad. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of a, a, bar, a great barbecue resource, right? So right. Um, maybe he'll sponsor us. No, nah, I doubt it. We don't have any sponsors, but because then we'd have to answer to people. But anyway, um, so Brad asked the question, "Hey, I'm going to bring some restaurant tours on here to talk about what do you want to what do you want to hear?" And the, and the biggest question that everybody was asking is, "If I have a choice to go into the barbecue business, do you think I want a restaurant? Do I want a food truck? Do I want a catering business? Right? What do I right. want to do?" You know, where where can I where can I make the the most money and where should I get started? Well, you know, kind of funny because that's you have all three. Well, we have all three today. And if people say, How would you start it again? I mean there there's a lot more money in catering. Okay. Right. Uh, Definitely. So so you got catering that has a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Not a ton of money, but I mean there's there's good margins because it doesn't take a lot of people to feed if you're going right. to feed 500 people, you can do that very easily with two people yeah. or three people in the restaurant. Right. If you're going to serve 500 people, then you got to have a cashier and a food runner and a yeah. dishwasher and uh, prep. But, uh, so right. it takes a lot more people. And the mm-hmm. food truck is kind of an extension of the restaurant. So, but but then the food truck, you have all the um, maintenance, you right? Because because food trucks, like we said before. They're like iron wheeled manure spreaders. So you don't go buy a brand new food truck. It costs you 200,000 yeah. bucks, you know, no. but so you deal with these old trucks that it seems like you've got the shop on speed dial all the time. So, you know, the answer is yeah. you, you ultimately want to do catering, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure catering standalone. You got to, people have to taste your food. Right. And so you have to have that way for people to taste your food in order to cater it. And so for years I've said the only reason we ever have a restaurant is so people will walk in the door and taste the food and then cater it for the family gathering or the graduation or the wedding or whatever. Because that's where the real money is. So are you saying that if you were to go back, you would have started like as a restaurant? Because we, you well, started as catering. We started as a catering, but then we With knew in order to grow. That's that's yeah. why we opened up the restaurant or the carryout place. Yeah. You know, and it could work as catering, food truck, whatever. But you got to have a way for people to normally, on a day-to-day basis, walk up and taste your food. It can't be, hey, you know, because you started out and people would say, "Uh, can I come do a tasting menu with you? You know, and they'd like, "Uh, I want to taste this and this. Well, if you're going to... If right. you're a small, if you're a small catering, you're not going to make a, a batch of potato salad for two people or four right. people, right? That so makes sense. It, it, it's a it's a struggle. Whereas today, mm-hmm. hey, can I taste your stuff? Sure, go stand in line, right? You can order it right off the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think tastings are kind of a thing of the past. Even though when we first started, it was a struggle because people wanted to have tasting, and I said, you know, the way we always did it was. I'm not going to stare at you and watch you eat this food. So what I do is, hey, be here at 5 o'clock. I'm going to have a whole family meal based upon these items for you. You take it home, eat it, make your decision on your own. And it was kind of took the pressure off of them, and I think it worked out. Yeah, right. But that's the struggle. That's the struggle starting out is, 
you got to have a way for people to taste your food. They can't just taste it on Instagram or Facebook. you got to right. have a way to get that food in their mouth in order to cater. And ultimately, mm-hmm. catering, if, if you're running a restaurant and not catering, I'm here to tell you, figure out a way to do it because you're missing out. Right. We're about to start. Well, we can't. I mean, we technically started, but really starting to put more caterings on the um, the ghost kitchen side. Yeah, on the ordinary chicken crafty mac. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's that's free revenue. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's great product, and now you got to figure right. out what product is is best for people. Right. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting way to look at it. Do you, it is. I. I wonder, because since you guys technically started as carry out in the or as catering and then did the carry out, did you guys struggle as much with the like lack of dining in that we struggle with now for the ghost kitchens? Did was that no. as much of an issue where well, people no, were like, we, "I just want to no, sit down we, and eat this"? No, because we never had dine in. We were just carry out. Right. But we were, but we were carry out. So you came in, we made your food, and we had picnic tables right. out front. And, you know, if it was wintertime, people just come and go. And there was a little slowdown in the wintertime. But um, we were small enough that we were we had all the business that we probably could handle. Well, um, um, I mean, like, re- in reference to, like, your the ghost kitchens we have, like, that seems to be something we do struggle with is that people are like, well, I just want to be able to sit down and eat this. Do you think, like, why do you think that is such an issue now? Um, is it because I don't know. We... I, I think pe- I think people like that, but the problem is, you know, and, and we struggle with that because we're like, okay, we could we could put a right. front counter up and we could do a carry out only, but the problem is you got to staff another person. There's added cost, yeah. and then you know, like the ordinary chicken, we do ever we make every one of those menu items from scratch. So when right. you order a chicken sandwich, it gets breaded to order, right? So if I've got five other orders in front of you, it may be 15 minutes before you get your chicken sandwich. Well, could you imagine walking into McDonald's and taking 15 minutes to get your order? You'd have a fit, right? So so it's the balance. Would I love to have a drive-through? Mm-hmm. Would I ever want to create that into its own restaurant? No way. No. The, I mean, in right. today's, in today's um, right. employment situations mm-hmm. or whatever... It's just hard enough to get anybody to work, let alone in the food service business. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, I was just wondering, because, yeah, we get all sorts of questions and stuff like that. And I was, no, I don't know how to help you in that department. Find a way to do catering. Find it. That's Mm -hmm. my my wrap-up comment for the day is... Find a way to do catering. No, if you're going to be in the food business, find a way to cater it, and then yeah. build your other business around it. That's a good. That's a good tip. It's a good tip. Good tip. Well, okay. I think that's all the time we have for today. Darren's yeah, got to get okay. back to putting out fires. Uh, it has been a firefighting week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of moving parts. Lots of. Mm-hmm. Lots of fires, especially especially when you're gone for ten days. So you're yeah. gone for ten days, and you come back, and you know my, you're, you know my rules. When I walk in, you know any day that I walk into the restaurant, I walk in the back door, and I expect three things to be broke. And mm-hmm. when three things aren't broke, what a great day! Yeah, yeah, lots lots more than three broke this week, yeah. but that's okay. We're getting through it, and it's Friday. And you know what that means yeah. in the restaurant business? That means nothing. It means yeah. tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, well, not for me. 
I mean, yeah, my weekend starts, which we love to see. I'm uh, going to put something controversial out on the Facebook page so your mm. phone dings all weekend long. Okay. I don't need that kind of stress. Okay. Yeah. We all right. Well. Okay. That's that and, on. Until, until next yeah. time, Emma, Emma had a victory. Mark. Emma, that's three. That is three. 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 We are on a streak. We're on a streak. Yep. We got to keep going. Keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to hear more, cue the mic. You should like, subscribe, follow, share. I don't know. Do all the things. We're not. I'm not here to pressure you. We just would yeah, like we're going to pressure him. No. We got to get past one follower. Can you? My, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, where do, where, where, yeah. where are we going to find us at? We're going to be on YouTube, Spotify. What? We'll be on. Yeah, we're going to be on YouTube. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Obviously. Here's you're listening to this. Uh, and then you can follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter. We'll be we our got a tic- Do we have a TikTok yet? Oh, and a TikTok. Yep, we got a TikTok. Yep, okay, TikTok, sweet. Twitter, and Instagram. No Facebook. <laughs> I don't need no that. No Facebook. Not yet. No Facebook? Okay. Maybe in time. We'll see. Sounds yeah. like deal. Until next right. time. Until Thanks next time. Thanks for listening. Time. Hope, hope you learned something. Yeah. This is Cue the Mic. <laughs>